It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I am Pastor Jack King. I am your host and as always excited to be with you here on 94.1 on your radio dial. That's Wave 94, 8 o'clock every Sunday morning. You can find us here and we always have a great show. We have guests, lots of good information for you and we want you to make sure that you preset your presets and join us. I say this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant Alive and well. We have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And that's the way we've done it now for 1,040 shows today. And I am just excited to have a couple here in the studio with me. It's Keith and Carla Whitfield. And uh, they have a ministry called Mana Express. And basically, Mana Express is it's just like the manna that came down from heaven. <laughs> they're, they're feeding people. So, Brother Keith, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having us. Sister Carlos, welcome. Thank Th- you. Thank you all for coming and being here to tell your story. Now, your story, if I understand this correct, from what a little bit you all told us, because we've just met, started with Hurricane Michael. Is that yes, sir. about right? So, tell us about it. Well, after Hurricane Michael, my kids live in Blountstown, so we went to Blountstown to try to make sure that was okay. As we was leaving Blountstown, there was a disaster relief truck that Mike and Donna Dalton owned from Texas set up in the middle of town feeding people. Okay. Well, the next day we went back, and there was a need there for smokers and people cooking. So we brought the smoker from our church there and spent probably four days Wow. Wow. Yeah. Now, let me just tell the radio audience because we're streaming on the internet. So we got people listening all over the world and they go, Where's Bloodstown? (laughs) It's halfway between Tallahassee and Panama City, about 20 miles south of Interstate 10. Right. But the significant thing about it is that Hurricane Michael came along the Gulf Coast of Florida. And it looked like it was going to hit Tallahassee, and then almost just literally at the last minute, it took a west turn, a turn to the west, and it and Bluntstown is just to the west of uh, Tallahassee, and got a brunt of that storm, and all from the Bluntstown area over to Panama City. It devastated that area of, of Florida, and the truth is, here it is, twenty twenty one. There's still damage over there, and, and you go over there, and you still still see uh, the blue roofs <laughs> where trees people down trees down, yeah, and bending. You see where they where they bent. It was a uh, what it was. It, did it become a Category Five? I think so. Category Five storm that went through that part of the Panhandle of Florida, and it did a lot of damage to the uh, eastern end of Panama City. Actually, what? Well, we were over there. This just east of uh, the beach, where there was a lot of, in that. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember what that area is called in there. Cove and yeah, area. yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of stuff down in there. I know a gentleman who lives over there. He sent out a lot of pictures of that area and a lot of damage. So you saw somebody doing an act of mercy. 
Yes. And you said, huh, we can do that. Yes. So you went back, the, what, the next day or the day we after? went back the next day and stayed there for either four or five days. You did. And then, I mean, we would come home at night to Crawfordville and get okay. up the next morning and go back. And that's about about an hour drive? Hour drive, yes. About an hour drive. And then okay. some nights we wouldn't leave lunch until 10 o'clock at night. Wow. Still, I mean, people would walk wow. up in their pajamas. Wow. With no shoes on. Now, where did you get the food? That's Mike the amazing Donald, thing. <laughs> now, Mike and Donna brought some of them from Texas. Okay. But then we had people bringing food from their freezers. Really? Ice just full of deer meat. Right. Fish flays. Anything you could and, and this is a lot of stuff that was probably going to be tossed yes. because there was no power. Right. And so if a freezer will hold for, what, two or three days oh, if you don't open it a lot. But then, then after that, then you're going to throw it, away. To throw it yeah. away. So instead of the food being thrown away, they were bringing it to you. You were cooking it right. and feeding people. We had one, two, three, five smokers and couple of fryers okay. going for, I know, five days. And these are all things that you, you just said you borrowed some for your church, and, and you had these. Did you bring some friends with you? That We did. And, and, we did. Just say, hey, let's, let's load up and go. We did. And it was people was walking up, volunteering to help. Okay. Would serve, you know, be on the serving line helping people serve food. and right. One particular time, we were out of food. We were out of food, and we were kind of all like, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? And this man just pulled up, and he had trays after trays of already cooked food. Really? And he said, I just thought y'all might could use this food. And we just, all of us just like almost bust out crying. <laughs> so we were able to serve that food while the smokers and everything was trying wow. to catch up. Now, where did he get that food from? <clears throat> he prepared it in Crawfordville. Okay. We didn't know him. He just pulled up out of the blue. Now, did he know about what you all were doing? Or was, not, he, not was just, he was looking for a he place to distribute. Someplace, yeah. In other words, he came prepared to do ministry. Yes, he did. And he said, well, th- th- these guys are already doing it. they got a crowd here. Yeah. Let's just join in. Yep. And, and there was a lot of that type of thing that took yes. place during that storm. There was. Uh, I was talking, telling the, the, the Whitfields here uh, before we went on the air that here in the local area of Tallahassee, the, the Clear Channel uh, radio stations, instead of doing their regular programming, they they just talk to people and see, they'll, they'll rotate their DJs around and for 24 hours a day for three or four days they'll just let the people call in they're giving out information where can you find gas where can you do this and this type of thing and so something like this I don't know whether they talked about you all on the phone or not or on the radio or not but people, there were a lot of people doing what you all were doing and I just think it's tremendous to me it just shows the spirit of America yes it does and, uh, so now You've you've gone a step further. Yes, sir. We've actually last not this Labor Day, but last year at Labor Day, me and Carla, my son Zach and his wife Deanna, her daddy, they was probably ten or twelve of us just decided we was gonna go to Louisiana and cook for folks. So we scrounged a bunch of stuff together and went to right was it Ragley, Louisiana. Ragley, Louisiana. On Labor Day, we left Friday night <laughs> about 8 o'clock, got there about 6 o'clock in the morning, fed three meals a day Saturday, two meals Sunday. We served almost 2,000 meals. Mm-hmm. And this and is due to Hurricane Ida? Laura. Hurricane Laura. Yeah. Laura. Laura. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then after we got through, we come home, and then two weeks later, Hurricane Sally hit Pensacola. Okay. So we loaded up. Part of what we had, we didn't, we didn't take a whole bunch of stuff, but we went to Pensacola 
with some folks from our church and our youth pastor went with us. Served like 500 meals that I Saturday. I don't remember Sally. That's, that's a, I missed that one. That <laughs> yeah, was come through Pensacola. We was uh, actually on Pensacola Beach. I mean, you walk out of the church onto the beach. Huh, it was huh. nice. That, that was what, like two years ago? Yes, sir. Okay, I, I missed that one. Not so, long after Hurricane Michael. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, we uh, what we do here in Florida is that you hear one's coming and you're going, is it coming? Is it coming toward us? And if it doesn't come toward us, we just forget about it. It's okay. Right. That's that's their problem over there now. We don't want to deal with that one. And a lot of times they'll do, they'll they'll they'll, they'll threaten us here because we're right in the bend. If you're not familiar with the state of Florida, Tallahassee is right in the bend. We call it the Big Bend area. And if it's coming straight up, it's going to come right toward us. But most of the time, they do seem to veer off, and then they'll go to uh, Louisiana or someplace over there. I remember, uh, I think it was 1985, when Kate finally came into the Tallahassee, just skirted Tallahassee. There was one two weeks before that that it sit out there back and forth, back and forth there in the Gulf, and then it went to Louisiana, and then it came back. And then it went back to Louisiana. Then two weeks later, Kate came in and did a lot of damage. Because back in those days, they weren't national news. And it tore Tallahassee up. And to me, Kate did more damage than uh, Michael did to Tallahassee. And actually, that uh, the one two years ago, the, the odd name one, do you remember that? Uh, uh, it came in and it, it, and it headed toward Perry. <laughs> it was hmm. coming up, headed toward Perry. And, and it, but it did a lot of damage in Tallahassee. But uh, Michael, if actually if it hit Tallahassee, it would have done a tremendous amount yes. of damage to the capital city of Florida. It sure would. And because uh, we're thankful, but we we're always concerned about our brothers to the to the west and to the east. And uh, and of course, sometimes they go into the peninsula of Florida down there. But nevertheless, so this ministry that you have formed, now you have to have, I mean, if you, if you have a, a smoker or something like that and you, have, and you use it for your daily use or whatever, or maybe once a week, it'll last a long time. But you're using them a lot. Is it, is it wearing a lot of stuff out? Um, well, our smokers, we probably will never wear them out. They're mounted on a 38-foot gooseneck trailer. Oh, really? Yes, sir. The church actually purchased us a trailer. We have the... Two custom-made smokers. We have two used stainless steel flat tops, and we have two commercial fires that the church has that we use when we. So now, were these smokers built, or were they? Did you buy them at a store or something? No, no, so they was built. Somebody somebody built these things, and they built them on a trailer. They built them, and then they set them out on them on the trailer for us. Matt Stone out of. Jackson County owns Red House Welding. Uh He built them for us. Well, and and you say a smoker now. You, yeah, I'm familiar with a uh, uh, grill that you would just put it on top of it, but you put this meat inside. Yes, sir. It's a what it is? It's a 250 gallon, 250 gallon propane tank. Okay. It's got four racks in it. I can hold 35 Boston butts on each one of them. Okay. So I can cook 70 Boston butts at one time. Wow. <laughs> and you've got a firebox on the end of it. That we you know we use firewood with. Now, now were you a, a cooker or a, or a chef or no, sir. you just like to? I, I just mean, like to cook. I mean, you've always done this. Uh, I mean, you were familiar with the, the territory before you started doing all this. Not really, no, other no. than just cooking at home and so really, yes, sir. Really? cooking at church some. So, <laughs> so Carter, what did you think about this? I mean, he's, he comes up with this crazy idea. I mean, <laughs> I was pretty excited actually when we when we were helping to cook. There were other people, not just us, but when we were helping to cook in Bluntstown, it was it was like a war zone. I mean, uh-huh. there was just ambulance. I mean, there was sirens everywhere. The National Guard. Um, 
it, it was surreal, actually. But at some point while we were there, I remember thinking, you know, God, what are you doing? Like, I feel something happening. Right. And then Keith told me, he said, I, I really feel like we could do something like this. Like, I feel like that's what we're supposed to do. So it didn't surprise me uh-huh. when he came up with the idea of getting the smokers and, you know, having them mounted on the truck right. and everything. So so the first time that this happened, obviously you weren't as pre- prepared as you are now. Correct. I mean, you're set up to do this now. Yes. So now when you leave, and you're leaving here soon to go over to Louisiana. Yes, sir. What all will you take with you? Will you be, be in a motorhome? We go. We'll no, sir. We don't. They ain't got that advanced yet. <laughs> we'll have our trailer with our smokers on it. We'll have a couple of trailers of supplies. We'll have a refrigerated truck with all of our meat and stuff in it. And actually, my cousin's going, and they're taking their camper for us to stay in it. So okay, so you're going to be uh, lodged in, in the camper. Yes, so, and or I'm, in the seat, the front seat, and back seat of the truck. That's normally where we wind up. <laughs> we, so. yeah, normally in the truck. Do you, do you sleep well? The, the first, first night, night. <laughs> the second, second night, you're yeah. so exhausted. Yeah, you're so tired. You anywhere just now. If you're sleeping in the cab of the truck, what do you do about air conditioning? You can't run the. Oh yes, we run it all night. Oh really? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that's safe to to do that. I, I don't know. <laughs> it ain't, I, mean, I guess. Because the thing about it is that you, if you don't have some kind of air conditioning, then you got to put the windows down. Oh, yeah. Then you got mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and they can get pretty fierce, yeah, especially pretty this time of year. And so you have to uh, – you, I guess you, you, your body just gets adjusted to it. But I'm sure the time you get back home, you are well wore out. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And how long will you be gone this time when you go? Four days. We're going to leave days. Friday morning – and come back Monday morning. Okay. Or we'll get back Monday now, afternoon sometime. Do you go and do you know where you're going to be setting up before you get there? You yes, just- sir. We're going to, uh, yeah, I think it's Galleon. I don't know how you say it. Galleon, which is way down south of Homa. And we're going to a church there. I've already talked to the pastor there. They don't have no electricity. The church got hit really hard. Really? So we're going to set up in their parking lot. And that storm was, was this This is Hurricane Ida that yes. we're responding to now? Yes. That's why about three, four weeks ago, wasn't it? Four weeks ago. And they still don't have power? No, sir. Wow. Half of their stores are not open yet. Wow. I guess America's not even aware of this anymore. And that's no. what happens, unfortunately, to these storms is that they make news when they hit and that'll last maybe maybe a week, and then the media moves on. But there's a lot of people left behind to, to suffer. From what we've heard, there's people that are living in tents. Most of their stores are damaged or closed. Wow. You know, closed completely down. So um, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to go out there and just. I mean, it's not much, but a hot meal. Sure, sure. I feel like offers them some hope. Now. Like I say, you're, you're taking a lot of food here. Yes. And uh, somebody has to pay for this food. And I, I I can tell already, just from getting to know you all, you have a generous heart. I mean, you're doing this out of love. But, you know, these these pocketbooks that we have are only so deep. I mean, we're all, well, we're for a living. So how are you funding? This? Everything we do is by donations. Donation. Yes. Okay, do you have a website or something set up to where people can donate? Actually, we do. We have a new website. It's www. Mana.express. www.mana.express. 
dot express. express. Did you write that on, on this here? Would you, okay. Do that for me, if you would, please. Cause. And the dot express takes the place of a dot com. So. Okay. Because a lot of times what will happen is if people are listening to the interview now and they're driving in a road and they're not getting the information. Right. And sometimes people will call me. I got you. And that way I'll have it for, for them. I can pass it on. And if you want to do that, just, just yes, call sir. me. 567-1703. That's my cell phone, 850. And uh, that way I can get this information to you. Because I'm, I'm encouraging the radio audience to, right. to help because these people are responding and I believe this is a call of God in your it life. <laughs> God spoke and, to you about it. And the thing, I mean, one of the biggest things that we always look at is we like to go to small communities uh-huh. because that's the people that get forgotten about. Uh-huh. I mean, New Orleans has already got electricity. They've got everything they need. These little bitty small communities, people forget about. Right. And, and what is the hold up on the electricity? Uh, it, I have no idea. I, mean, I don't know. Because uh, I, I remember hearing something on the news about it. That something was damaged somewhere. I, I forget right. exactly I don't what know it what it is. I know when we was out there this past Labor Day, we was in Riley. No, yeah, right. No, Harvey. Harvey. Okay. Yeah. Harvey, Louisiana. And the church who was out there Within two blocks, in any direction, they had power. Huh. But we didn't have power at the church. Isn't that amazing? Uh, I guess they have it now. I haven't talked to the pastor since we've come now, back home. Now, this pastor of the church you're going to, did you know him before this? No, sir. So how did you contact him? Um, pastor Eli gave me some names. Our youth pastor reached out to some folks. And I had like six people, and I just... Call that one. Just okay. call that one. So you just, just got on the phone and called right. people. And the pastor, Eli, that you're referring to is a local pastor here yes, in Tallahassee. Sir. We just had him on the radio show here a few weeks ago. Right. And uh, so now he's he's had some kind of a fundraiser for you. Yes, sir. How did that go? It went great. Okay. He's always been really supportive of yeah. his church shows. Yeah. Okay. So, so think about it. Is it go to the website? If you can, uh, a little could go a long way That's right. to help them to purchase the food. And you've not only got that, you've got the uh, fuel to get you there. And then uh, I'm sure there'll be other expenses that'll oh, probably yeah. come up along the way. And it sounds like it, we're not going to have hotel expense. <laughs> you are going to rough it. <laughs> yeah, we rough it. Uh, but, that, I mean, even if we get more than we can use this time, there'll be another time. Right, right. So now what time? Okay. You got to do three meals a day? No, sir. We're going back down to two meals this time. Two meals time. a day. So yes. it'd be a breakfast and a and, supper. And, yes. And then supper. But your preparation time. What time in the morning? You have to be up. We'll probably get up about five o'clock in the morning. Five o'clock in the morning, and then the feeding will go from when to when? From we'll do breakfast normally from eight to ten. Eight to ten, and then we'll do supper until we run out. Or until we run out, (laughs) (laughs) and then you got clean up, right? And then we will do supper from five to seven or until we run out of food. And so is is there a little nap in in there? I mean, we're hoping (laughs) (laughs) they hadn't been prior to this trip, but we're hoping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing about it is it as as days go by your body struggles I mean, yes. you get you get tired and tired so a little nap would be a very beneficial thing if you could pull that off as such so now your your heart and your passion both of you all are, are christian believers yes. mm-hmm. and you think jesus christ is your lord and savior and i believe you told me that you all go to ivan assembly of god yes, yes which we is do. down in the crawfordville area mm-hmm. speaks well of your church and and, uh, and i'm sure your pastor is supporting you and yes sir and probably real proud that you all are doing this yes sir and uh, I just want the people to kind of get to know you a little bit like that. But now, have you all always been believers? Yeah, I think so. Really? Mm-hmm. You grew up in church all your life? I, a little bit. My granny was a hardcore Pentecostal. She's the reason I'm where I'm at now. But I didn't go to church when I was younger, uh-huh. except for special occasions. 
but during you know, my adulthood, I've been in and out. So. Uh-huh. And, and what what changed in your life that made you decide you need to be more consistent? And he's pointing toward his <laughs> wife over here. <laughs> all, right, all right, you tell us about it. Well, we I was raised in church. My dad is a preacher. Okay. My brother's a preacher, but I didn't always stay in church. Um, you know, I had a period of time where I was away from the Lord. Um, and then when Keith and I got married, we got back in church and we tried to raise our kids, you know, from that point on in church. Okay. And we love the Lord and we know that his hand is on this. Now, now where are you from? Are you from this area? Yes. Okay. So your, your father was a local pastor in, in this area? Well, he always pastored far like you know different places and we moved back to tallahassee when i was 19 okay and then he and my mom moved to chattahoochee and was pastoring over there okay um my brother pastors now so here in this area here yes here at airport church in tallahassee yeah that's right you you told me that on the the phone todd brother todd's been on the show here Mm -hmm. okay at airport church yeah so you said that there was a time when you didn't go to church what happened there you really want me to talk about this? Uh, don't do anything. It's uncomfortable to you. Know. Um, well, you know, I just thought that I wanted to do my own thing. Okay. And doing my own thing led me down some bad paths okay. and some bad decisions. And okay. then I knew I needed to get right back with the Lord. So, And what was it? Now, he says, for him, it was you. <laughs> and so, so what was it for you that, that brought you back to a closer walk with the Lord? It was just, you know, God laying it on my heart. It's time. It's yeah. past time, actually. Okay. And um, I didn't want my kids to grow up not going to church. And, you know, I wanted them to grow up right. knowing that their mama lived for Jesus. And how do they respond now? Are they, they, they like church? Are they big in church? Mm, yeah, on and off. They're teenagers. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. They don't like it, but we make them go. There you go. Well, I, I'm, I'm for that. I mean, uh, they, they need to be there. I mean, I, you mentioned earlier that there was a youth pastor involved. Mm-hmm. So your church has a youth pastor. Yes, sir. I think that's very important. And, yes. Uh, we have a really good youth program. And the youth pastors can do a lot in the lives of young people. Yes, they can. A lot of times at that age, they're, they're, they're not sure about their parents anymore. Right. <laughs> and so a youth pastor can be that bridge a lot of times. And I've I've been both. I mean, I've always uh, since I've been here in, in the church that I'm pastoring, I've always been the senior pastor. But much of the time, I've been the youth pastor too. So I know what that's like having that bridge. So, so thank God that you've got this person there in your church and that's involved in helping your children to to be involved. Now, you, you mentioned that they're involved in the feeding ministry too. Our children, yeah. Um, well, Sometimes they've been on a trip. Yeah, or two they with have us. been on some, but. They have jobs and, sure. and stuff. But uh, what was their, uh, how did they receive the, the whole thing when, when they were with you? It was good. I think they enjoyed it. Yeah. It was, it was good for them. I remember one time when we were feeding in Bluntstown and um, my youngest son, Justin, was with us. I got to looking for him and I looked and he had, and there was no street lights or anything. You know, all the um, traffic lights had been blown down, but so it was kind of dark. And I looked for him, and I looked out, and I saw him taking a Coke out to the police officer that was directing traffic. And I'm, oh, my heart just swelled. Wow. I was so proud. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so you see, he's getting it. <laughs> and that's the thing about a lot of times with children. You don't think they're getting it. 
but they'll surprise you a lot of times with that type of thing. So his name was Justin. Justin. And uh, what about the others? Have the others been with you on these? I don't think they have. I don't think they went. No. Working. Yeah, Yeah, we have a daughter that's 21 that has autism, and she usually goes. Okay. And she likes to help make plates, and you know, she enjoys it. Yeah, but see, these are things when they look back later in their lives that will come back to them. It'll it'll seem uh, bigger to them in the future than maybe it does at the current time. But then sometimes people are just really moved by this type of thing. And it sounds like that you all were. I mean, when you first went and you saw the need, your your heart of compassion, I mean, it just opened up. And now you've decided to commit yourself to, to doing these things. How many of these trips have you all been on? He's counting with his hands, you see. <laughs> this will be our fourth one or fifth one? We went to Louisiana twice, Pensacola, and we're going back to Louisiana. So this will be our fourth trip. Well, we've been to Chattahoochee. Yeah, we, yeah. After Hurricane twice. Michael, we've been right. in Chattahoochee. And, and, and every one of them that you've been on has, has been hurricane-related. Yes. yes. And, I mean, you both are – well. Brother Keith, you're you're still working a daily job. Yes, sir. So you have to work these things around your job. And so I would imagine, just from hearing what you're all saying, you're going four days. This time you'd probably go stay a month if you could. Oh, I would, yeah. no doubt. But you have to get back to But I have to say, now, my employer is really good about if I decide I want to go, they're, they're behind us 100%. Really? Yes, sir. But then you only have so much vacation right. time. And That's right. Sort of, so basically, you're using your vacation time to go feed people. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know about anybody else, but that sounds like a pretty big deal to me, <laughs> uh, to be able to commit yourself to such a way. Instead of going to Disney World or something like that, you're going over to Louisiana to, to feed people. Uh, to me, that just speaks volumes. Well, it's a lot more enjoyable to do that than go to Disney World. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would agree with you, but not everybody would. Right. And, uh, I have no desire to go down and stand in line all day long, but that's neither here nor there. But but still, this is a choice that you're making to be able to go do that. So now, we mentioned your website and this sort of thing and how people could help. Other ways. Is there other ways somebody could help? Yeah. I mean, if anybody in the local area wants to go and join us, help yeah. us. I mean, we're always open to volunteers to go with us. They, they want to go. If they only want to go a day, they can drive out there and drive back or... And they may want to bring a tent. Well, or a sleeping bag at least. (laughs) (laughs) This this, uh, vehicle you're going, is it a truck? Yes, it's a four-door. Okay, what's happening to the the bed of the truck? It'll have firewood and... I don't know what I'll own it. I'm going to say, I mean, maybe somebody could stretch out on that, but it's probably full of stuff. It, it is. <laughs> so I'm trying to help people out here because I ain't no sleep is important. No, it is. <laughs> and that's, that's what deters a lot of people from going because sure, that's the first, sure. where are we going to sleep? Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll yeah. figure it out when we get there. So. Well, I discovered years ago uh, going to camp outs with kids, <laughs> you know, young people, stuff like that. I don't like sleeping on the ground. No, I'm just kidding. Now, if I got a mattress, okay, that's fine. One time, uh, we went on a tour with young people. We went to Colorado and back, but we got to uh, uh, over here in, in uh, Decatur, Alabama, at that big amusement. Well, it's a water park, okay, and we. I had a, a trailer. One of U-Haul trailers, but I brought a, a tent. It was one of these screened-in tents. I said, "Well, I'm going to put that thing up, and I'm going to let those." Because we, we were staying at a campground, so let's just let the kids sleep in that tent. Well, we got that thing out. It had we hadn't got that thing out in ten years, and it was you know, completely eaten. I mean, it was just it was worthless. 
basically. And I'd gone up to, to get the kids some pizza, and I come back, and my wife, she was all upset because there's no place for the kids to sleep. I just started taking the stuff out of that U-Haul trailer. My wife was just, she was just fussing at me. And she said, what are you doing? I, I never responded. I took everything out of that trailer. I ripped that thing screen up. And I put it over the back of that tra- that trailer. I said, "Our kids get in there." That's right. <laughs> you have to do what you have That's to right. do. That's right. And they all went to sleep. And then I, I had one of those egg crate mattress, you know, like they use in the hospitals. I laid that thing on top of the picnic table, sprayed myself down with mosquito spray, <laughs> went to sleep. <laughs> Just luckily, the last time, well, the first time we went Louisiana, there were some people we knew there that let most of us stay at their house. Okay. But me and Carla and my son stayed up all night cooking Boston right. Bud. So, with this past trip, we was lucky enough to get to stay inside the church. So, okay. We didn't have power, but we had generators you, and fans. You had a and place stuff. to lay down yeah. and uh, uh, get out of the mosquitoes. And, that, and it'd be the same way this time. The pastor this time told me we could stay in the church if we wanted to. Okay. So. Now, tell me about the generators. Are they... Just regular type generators that you you'd buy at Lowe's. Lowe's or something like that. That's where this one come from. Lowe's. No, I don't know where this one come from, but and, that's the same and, thing. And it's it's running what? Now just uh, the grills. I like, well, the grills are not don't. Really no, run. they run fans and stuff like that. Okay, and, lights and, uh, and the refrigerated truck. Yeah. when we have one. Ah, we. You just threw a new angle here. A refrigerated yeah. truck. Yeah, we don't own one, but uh-huh. we borrow one, and okay. so. Actually, right before we got here, the one that we were going to borrow fell through. <laughs> ah. So, um, but we think we have another one. And okay. every time that we go, something like, you know, every time we plan to go, something happens during the week that just, you're just like, oh, Lord, what are we going to do? Makes you wonder, right? <laughs> yes. And it always, always, oh, always works go. out. The devil fights us all week long. I, I would not be surprised if he didn't. I mean, the devil does that. Mm-hmm. But but we're stronger and he's stronger. Now, who is it that would have a refrigerated truck that would, I mean, who who has those? Are we, are we talking about like the dairy company? Supermarkets and people like that. Okay. The Which one. actually the one we used last week is a small trailer that a guy in Panacea owns, owns a restaurant on. He transports his seafood and stuff in it. Wow. But he wasn't using it last time. Right. So he let us use it, but he's using it this time. So. Well, yeah, because that's probably yeah. his business. Yeah. It is. Like yeah. So I, what I'm just putting out there to the radio audience, do you think you have a, have a line on one, but you're not sure? Not yet. Okay. So there may be somebody listening, and you could help them out with something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, give them the website again. Or how to, how to get in touch with you. www.mana.express. Okay. And if you go there, information how to get in touch with you. Or they can have our phone number, my phone numbers. Okay. Yeah. Which is 850 363 7354. Okay. And is that on here too? Um, yes. Okay. We also have a Facebook group called okay. Mana Express, and it's public so anybody can click on there and like it and follow along and see what what all we do um it shocks people to find out that we served 4600 meals in two days last time we went to harvey louisiana wow that's almost like a a line that snakes around the county (laughs) no it was cars lined up a mile long is that right and, and do they get out of their cars and they, come up? No, they drive through, and we have people that are standing out there to ask how many plates. We don't limit them to how many plates they can get because we know that they're taking them to other people who can't come and get it for themselves usually, or they have large families. But um, This is just amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing to, to be a part of it, too. 
Um, and so people will carry the plates to them. Um, people come through the line and they're they're crying. I mean, they just can't believe that somebody would drive all the way from Florida just to cook them a hot meal. Wow. It's, I'm just in this picture in my mind now of the of the cars backed up. I mean, this, way. this past field we done, they would line up an hour before we would start serving. There would be people lining up. Now, how was the word getting out to people? That From the local there? pastors. Just, just word of mouth, a lot of it. Yeah. Usually, the first meal, we don't serve as many because they don't quite know right, about right. it yet. But by the time, you know, by the time, the second day especially, there's just cars everywhere. I mean, they, they just... They want a hot meal. People wow. are tired of eating their hurricane snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of two people in uh, Crawfordville, Florida, cares. Yep. That you that these people are getting these meals and stuff like that. That's just an amazing thing. Let me just tell the radio audience: you're tuned to the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show here on ninety four point one on your radio dial, and uh, we're here every Sunday morning at eight o'clock. I always play a little gospel music. This is the inspiration. This is called "It's in the Savior's Hand." It's in the Savior's Hand. Savior's hand. I, I was listening to that song and they're talking about the people. Sometimes they're, they're dealing with things they just don't understand. And then here, here comes uh, Keith and Carla <laughs> showing up with their uh, with their all the equipment they're bringing to feed people. And it brings hope to people. People who are in despair, they need hope. And uh, it's just a beautiful thing. Um, this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I am Pastor Jack King. I'm your host, and I'm also the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We're in the Crescent Park Plaza. If you're heading from uh, Mayhan Drive toward Park Avenue, you'll find us on the right-hand side of the road. We put a sign out there on Sunday morning for you. 11.05 is our start time. We... Uh, Love visitors. FRCM.us. That's the uh, website. Also, uh, Saturday night, 7 o'clock. You want to tune in to the Saturday night gospel sing. It's a full hour of great southern gospel music. The best music on the planet. <laughs> and uh, it'll be a blessing to you. And also, Monday through Friday is the daily broadcast here on 94.1. It's the gospel on the radio broadcast and daily teaching of the Word of God. And that keeps you up or brought you up to date on all of that. And uh, I was just thinking about this, uh, Brother Sister Whitfield. Uh, this is the story that they've told us so far, if you, if you just join us. They had to go over to Bluntstown, Florida. Their, your children were living there. They live in Crawfordville. And uh, they saw the devastation. They saw the need. They saw people who were feeding people. And they said, we could do this. How, how am I doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so now, um, so you're thinking this, Brother Keith, in your mind, okay, oh, wait, oh, now I've got this and I've got this. Walk me through that process of, of how you went about gathering up all your stuff, thinking through the process. Well, what were you thinking? Well, it was kind of thrown together. The first trip we made to Louisiana, we just kind of, I went to some people I knew that had 
trailers and stuff. And we just piled a bunch of stuff on a gooseneck trailer and borrowed a truck to pull it with and went to Louisiana. Uh-huh. Looked like the Griswolds rolling up. <laughs> but since then, we have actually got us an outfitted. We've got a 38-foot gooseneck trailer. We've got two custom-built smokers, two used stainless steel flat-top fryers, and two commercial deep fryers with now, a prep table. Now, where did all that come from? Um, the smokers was custom-built. The church helped us pay for them. Actually, somebody donated a pretty good chunk of money for our okay. ministry. Okay. And uh, that money paid for the flat tops and some of the smokers. Okay. And the okay. church paid for the rest of the smokers. So people see the vision. They, they have compassion as well. And then maybe some people are thinking, oh, well, I, I can't go do this myself. It's just not what I do. But I can write a check and, hey, that works because that way we're all involved here. And it takes many hands it to does. do this type of thing. There are those who go. There are those who finance. I, I, I'm like you. I'm one of the, the goes. I've got things going. Right. <laughs> and I'm looking for people to help finance to some of the, the ministries that God's laid on my heart. But that's the way it works. And I'm excited that these people stepped up and made these donations. Your church sees the vision of what you're doing. They're yeah. excited about it. I, I commend your pastor. I don't know him, but but I'm sure he's a great guy. He is, and, guy. and uh, you know, I'm just excited about the guys putting all this together for you and helping you to be able to do these things. And then, of course, you are. I mean, this is a, this is a sacrifice. I mean, those four days now you're going to be there for four days, so you're going to be gone longer than four days. Well, right? we'll leave Friday morning and come home Monday evening. Monday evening. I mean, you could be home cutting the grass or fixing the. Fishing. Fishing. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, my favorite. <laughs> oh, do you? Really? I thought you were talking about him. No. Huh? no she just, likes to fish more than I do. So you're the fisherman. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you fish for? Oh, brim. Brim, catfish. So this is uh, salt, freshwater. Freshwater. Yeah. See, I'm not a fisherman, so I don't know. So it's brim, catfish, and you fish with a, with a pole? Yep. Fish with a pole. I can do a rod. I can do a... Really? Is it is, is what they call fly fishing? No. no she no. can't fly fish. I can't fly okay. fish. I'm awful at that. So, so you, you use a bait? Yeah. Yep. I actually worked up and earned my own cricket can now. I have my own <laughs> cricket. I can bait my own hook. <laughs> there you go. Wow. As I said, you go, girl. That's right. <laughs> so you use crickets. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how much does a cricket cost these days? I, I, I've, I got intrigued by that. I went into a store one day. They got this whole thing. And they said, crickets cost such like a two cents or something like that. I'm going, I don't know. Wow. Well, they like $3 and something, 100 So Well, that's about three cents. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so you just... You don't have any problems with the touch of the cricket? No. Put it on the, the, she the, won't touch a worm, but she'll touch a cricket. <laughs> and what about cleaning the fish? Did you do that? Yeah. Not, no, not, not so much. Not, not so much. <laughs> so I eat them. That? That's, that's Keith's job? That's, that's Keith's fine. job, yeah. You catch them, he cleans them. <laughs> now, did you catch enough fish to take with you on one of these, these journeys? No. Mm. No? No. But now, would that ever be a possibility to go out? I'm talking about going out to the... Sea fishing and using a net or whatever. That, I mean, could you? Um, could we you, could, yes, sir. I mean, is that a, even a possibility? Yeah, yes, sure. We have. I know. Uh, fryers to fry years up. ago, when I first came here to pastor the the Open Bible Church here, uh, they'd have fish fries, right. and uh, they were very successful. I'd look out there, people be coming walking across the yard from all the neighbors, but then they did the net ban, right. and that changed everything. They said, "Well, we can't get the fish like we did mm-hmm. before." 
but I mean, has that changed? Do they still? It has changed, but there's still a few people that has cast nets that, right. that you can't get them like you used to could. Yeah. So if you were going to do that, it would be probably mullet. Yes. Sir. You go over and fry up some mullet for people, some cheese grits. See, I didn't know any of this stuff before I moved here. Oh yeah. See, I'm from <laughs> Kentucky. We don't we don't have mullet in Kentucky, and we don't have grits. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. People people just think because Kentucky is kind of a southern state, they would have grits. But don't have sweet no. tea neither, do they? Uh, yeah, we had sweet tea. Yeah, had sweet tea, but uh, uh, we didn't have the grits. So I, I learned all that when I come to Florida. I remember I, I'd, I was in the Navy at the time in Pensacola, and I went to visit this church, and they they said, "Well, we're going to have a, a mullet fry on Friday night." And I, what's a what's a mullet? <laughs> <laughs> so I had, to, had later I, was, I asked somebody, and they kind of looked at me like, "What are you from another planet?" Or what? That's funny, but but that would be a great thing to do. But but you couldn't do that all the time because that fishing takes a long time. It does. So, so you're you're more into the Boston butts. You've mentioned that several. We like times. to do Boston butts. We like to do hamburgers and French fries. We like to do chicken and rice. That's a big hit. Chicken and rice. Yes. And uh, what do you boil that or? So you, Ooh, yeah. Oh, I have to. Boil. <laughs> the first time we went to Louisiana, I boiled. 80, 80 pounds of chicken at my house 80 by myself pounds of chicken and deboned it and when he would get home from work he helped me wow this is of like work to me it was a lot of work and then <laughs> this time when we went to louise or last time we went to louise and when we went to harvey um some of the ladies found out that i had done that by myself some of the ladies from our church and they met me at the church and wonderful they, we boiled 120 pounds of chicken and they helped me debone it wow much better wow but just uh, look we at, cooked uh 75 pounds of rice but just look at what you are doing here i mean you're you're willing to spend all that time doing this knowing you're just going to go give this away yeah. Wow. It's about wow. Yeah, I think one that, story of somebody coming up to me. They've only had protein bars and milkshakes for a week. Slim fast makes it all yeah. worth it. Wow. Yeah, I think the Lord talked about that some, didn't He? We talked something about uh, if you've done this unto the least of these, you've done it unto me. I think He He gave us that example about that. And that's that's what you're doing. You're no. you're doing it as into the Lord, and and you're just laying it at His feet. And that's that's a tremendous blessing because these people are, are being blessed by this, and this will speak too, because you know, we were talking about young people a little while ago, and uh, I think we're all concerned about the the next generation, the young generation, and uh, you know you see them that grow up and seem like they just kind of wander off a lot of times, but when they see something like this, I think it will speak to a younger generation because a lot of times they want to have their own experiences as far as seeing Christianity in, in action. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're doing. You're, you're putting Christianity in action here to go do what you're doing and minister to all these people. Do you have a story? Can you, can you think of any stories that, that, that places you've been, people have told you? Uh, maybe I need to give you a minute to think about that. Carla, you got something? I do. Yeah. Um, when we were in Louisiana, the very first time that we went, um, this woman came through the line, and because of COVID, we can't really get out and talk right. to them like that. And I was thinking about that just a few yeah. minutes ago, yeah. Um, in Bluntstown, after Hurricane Michael, people would walk up to the table, and you would, most of them acted kind of shy, because it is a, you know, it hurts your pride to have to go stand in line to get food, but if you kind of could make eye contact with someone and ask them how they were doing, they would tell you their story. Uh-huh. And they wanted to talk about it. But um, when we were in 
Louisiana, they had to drive through. And so they, we, could, we didn't really have a lot of interaction with the people like we would like to. But I went up to this one lady's car window and she said, um, oh, this is so wonderful what y'all are doing. She said, I said, well, come back in the morning. We're having breakfast. And she said, oh, what are you having? And I said, we're having grits and eggs. You know, I named off the stuff. She started crying. Uh. And she was like, I cannot wait to go home and tell my husband that he can have some grits tomorrow. She said, that's all he's talked about was having a bowl of grits. And it just made me feel good, like, that I could make somebody happy. Wow, yeah. And then when we were in Pensacola, this older gentleman came up and... um, he asked us for water, so our youth pastor carried over some water to him, and I asked him, was he hungry? And he just stopped and looked at me in this really sad way, and he said, I am so hungry. And I said, well, if you will give us about 45 minutes, we'll have some hamburgers and french fries ready. And he said, oh my goodness, that would be so wonderful. All I've had for six days is Slim Fast and protein bars. Wow, wow. And we kind of, like everyone that was working with us, we just kind of all looked at each other and our mouth fell open and we were like, this is what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, the, the hurricane that I was trying to remember, it was Hermine. Oh, yes. Hermine. Mm-hmm. And it was a bad little storm. And my wife was it was in Louisiana at the time. She'd gone over there with her, taking her mother over to a wedding. And so I, I batched it. And my kids had said to me, says, Daddy, you need to come and stay with us. And I said, well, you got a hurricane at your house, too. <laughs> <laughs> and so I set out on my porch and it was a, it's a walled in porch and I got a little office out there and I rode that storm out I mean it was I mean it was blowing and going and the power went out at 8 o'clock but my point is I got out the next day because I had nothing in the house because our power had gone out it's amazing how hungry you can get in, in 24 hours mm-hmm. 24 hours of not eating you'd be amazed at how hungry you, you get and you go two days you're, you're about out of your mind and, uh, and so I just having a, uh, for my experience, I got up that morning, went to work, and I had to drive all the way across the county because you got power lines down there, place. Mm-hmm. And I arrived at some of my customers' houses, they're going, I cannot believe you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hadn't eaten, I hadn't eaten through, through all this. Man, I passed by the Waffle House on uh, Capitol Circle, and it was open. But man, there was a line, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm in a van with a trailer behind me. Where, where am I going to park? I think I said, I found me a place to park. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I stood in line a long time, but I was hungry. And so you can imagine what these some of these people are, are experiencing here. You're talking about, here it is, what I think we said, two weeks since Hurricane I, Ina, is it Ina? Ida. Ida. It's been three weeks. Huh? Three it's weeks. Been three three or four. And some of the people still do not have electricity in their homes and you all will be there by friday is it friday yes sir okay we'll we'll, yeah we'll be there friday evening by the time we drive there so so you'll do the first meal saturday Saturday morning morning, so saturday morning these people will be happy to see you and uh and then you'll do the the friday morning uh, saturday morning meal then you'll do another saturday evening and then twice on sunday Mm -hmm. And then you're leaving on Monday morning? Yes. yes. Okay. Well, that's our plans. We might leave Sunday night yeah. on the women. Or, 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 or just listen to your heart. You may be there for another week. That's fine, too. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm feeling your heart. If we had the food to stay there, that would be that would be unreal. You probably would, wouldn't you? We would. Yeah. So now, as, as you look down the, the road, future, 
and you're saying, well, there's going to be other storms. Is this something that you all feel like you're going to be doing for a while? Oh, oh yes. I mean, yeah. oh yeah. I mean, have you? I mean, I'm sure you have talked about it. I mean, we have. Uh, mm-hmm. You you buy more equipment. You got to get you a place to uh, a camper or a motorhome. Or Actually, we've had a motorhome donated to us. Uh-oh. You need us. It's needing some work, but I mean, it's very. It's going to be okay. sweet when you get through. All right. What kind of work does it need? We had to replace some of the floor in it, and we're going to replace it. We put all the carpet out. Now, and is this something like that. that you do? Are you are you I handy? Have done it, yes. I mean, are you handy like this? Oh yes. yeah, you can oh, fix yeah. anything. Because yeah, see, I'm 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 putting out uh, ministry opportunities for people yeah. here. There may be somebody that's listening to me, and that's what they do. And they say, "Hey, I can participate in in this ministry of feeding people after these disasters by fixing the floor and and." Uh, Brother Keith's camper. <laughs> I mean, and we got it fixed Saturday. So. Yeah, so, so that's already done. Right. Yeah. But there may be something else that needs that's to be right. done. You know, maybe some. Um, I mean, how old is this thing? I don't even know what year it is. I don't know. Does he run? Yes, sir. yes it okay. runs, runs really good. good. Yeah. It's in really good shape, other it's than it had a soft spot. So these these were cosmetic things. Yes, mechanically, it's mechanically it's pretty great. Good. Yes, sir. Okay. Like I said, I'm, I'm just all about yeah. putting out ideas. Our <laughs> biggest issue is. Seem like every time we get ready to go somewhere, we'll have a truck lined up to pull that gooseneck trailer with. And like last trip, what three times our truck fell through. Fell. So it. W- uh, in other words, you, you, in other words, you don't own a truck. No, sir. So you're you're borrowing a truck yes, whenever you go do these things, right. and you have to have a pretty good sized truck. Yes, it's probably a diesel. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. We need like a thirty five hundred series. I mean, this guy's. Oh yeah, you can use it. Colin, we need to go. Oh, I'm busy. I gotta have it. So, called another guy. Well, I don't think my truck will make it. So, okay. I called the third guy. Yeah, you can have it. You can pick it up Thursday afternoon. Thursday night, he calls. Oh, I can't, you can't get the truck to it tomorrow sometime. Okay. okay. So, it's like lunchtime leaving. So, so in the midst of, of our uh, conversation here, we've discovered there's a need. There is a need. There's a need for a... Uh, Pretty pretty good size. Uh, 35, 4500 series diesel okay. truck. And, and uh, you want something that's not too old because right. you don't want to constantly have to be, you don't, you don't want to be breaking down right. anywhere on that's that right. side. We don't want to become part of the problem out there. Right, right. Well, see, there's two ways we can approach this thing. There may be somebody out there that just has one to donate, or there may be people who would be willing to donate money toward it. So maybe I should just suggest that we you set up a fund and uh, somebody you're listing out there, and you've you've heard what they're doing, and and you're you're excited about it for them. You maybe want to be the one to say, hey, "I'll start that fund," and uh, but that'd be great. I mean, so that would that would save a lot of. Right, okay, headache. right now, if somebody wanted to send you a check, where would they send it? Don't don't give your home address. <laughs> no, it would have to. I mean, we they could send it through Ivan Assembly. There you go. Yeah. There you go. They can send it to Ivan Assembly God. They can send it to Airport Church. Either okay. one. Okay, and you can find either one. I'm sure those churches have yes. websites. Yes, yes they Airport do. Church dot something or another. And air, uh, air, uh, Ivan Assembly. Ivan Assembly. Yeah. That that'd be a great way to do it. And you can uh, just send it to them if their church like my church. If you designate on the check what it's for, they'll get, get funds right. to it. And then of course you start getting money start rolling in. Then you want to set up an account someplace now you can run it through one of the churches for uh-huh. your, your tax exempt mm-hmm. but then set up a separate account so that when the money gets there and you got enough then you hey let's go buy a car let's mm-hmm. <laughs> so go buy a truck <laughs> or something but then again there may be somebody that has one willing to just donate right. to them I mean there are people who sometimes there are people who are just looking for ways to minister 
and they have the resources to do so and this would be a great thing and, and of course you could tell them say, look if you want to see what we do come along go yes, with us absolutely. <laughs> you can get wore out mm-hmm. you, know, you talk can. about people looking for a place to donate we was in sam's on our last trip getting stuff you know our cold stuff and all putting it in the truck this lady pulls up do you know this lady from adam y'all going somewhere to feed people yes ma'am we're going to louisiana pulls out a hundred dollar bill is I can't that go, right? But here's your summary. She just, from what the kind of stuff you were getting, she discerned mm-hmm. that. Yes, yep. that's a, that's pretty perceptive. Yeah, yes. I think she was she was looking because we were parked pretty far out in the Way parking out. lot. Uh-huh. And when we came out with all these eggs and all this she stuff, said, oh, they got a big family. <laughs> she said, uh, "I was thinking, why is that lady parked so close to us?" You know. And then she she just asked me that out of the blue, and I wanted to just start start a ball that amazing, in the parking though, lot. That's that's amazing. And then, of course, you know, we we have to credit the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes exactly. working through her mm-hmm. to, because not only did she give you hundred dollars, she gave you something more because she says, "I, I see what you're doing. I want to be a blessing." blessed you encouraged you and and in these type of ministries sometimes we need a little encouragement it was actually confirmation because Uh we had had such a hard day that day with all of these things falling through and we have to borrow this from this person and borrow that and you know trying to fit it all together and I was feeling so beat down coming out of Sam's when she did that wow so it, it was the devil, she the devil really fighting blessed oh, yeah. he fought hard <laughs> he's been fighting hard man but he ain't gonna win no no Never. but the thing about it is that God sealed this in your heart I mean when God gives you a glimpse of his calling a purpose in your life that's a precious thing it is and, and if you're like I am when God you just show me what you want me to do and I'll, I'll work my fingers to the bone to make it happen and uh, there's a lot of work goes into yeah. it but it's yeah, but think about it. Is you know, you know the calling of God is there, and so you're you're willing to invest it. And uh, we're just going to pray that God would just continue to give you the strength and and the resources that you need to to go do what you do. I mean, because like I say, it seems to me like that almost every week there's a hurricane this year, and then most of them have been smaller. Uh, thank the Lord for that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's some of them. Well, there was a Sam. Wasn't there a Sam just here recently that you went through? It's coming, ain't it? Yeah. Is he coming or going? I think so. I don't know whether they're coming or going. Well. But I just know that I look around and go, where, why are all these limbs and stuff down? Well, that was, uh, why are we having all this rain? I said, well, that's so-and-so storm that went through. And my wife came home one night. She says, are we having a hurricane? <laughs> so I said, yeah, that's one that went through. And, of course, we, we like it when they go through, not not. You know, no. don't, don't don't come over here. We don't want it here. But and you know, it's going to come a day when we have to do this right here in our hometown. I mean, right unfortunately, here. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. it is. Yeah. Just luckily, we've been able to go other places and right. serve. But it's coming a day where we're going to do it somewhere here in the state of Florida. Oh, yeah. I got a feeling. Yeah, because yeah, was it uh, two thousand and four? There were five that hit the state of Florida yeah. and they were big ones Francis and Gene and uh, yeah. uh, Charlie and of course in the right, right before all those started there was one that, another one that skirted Tallahassee we didn't get a whole lot off of it and it was it was I think when it hit it might have been downgraded that was the first one and then they just came bang 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 and then I even hit Pensacola that year and that was a really really bad storm and when you get them like that Boy, they could That's where Louisiana was last year. They just kept hitting Louisiana, yeah. just back to back to yeah. back to back. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I would really and truly like to be able to go somewhere and stay a week. Yeah. 
Well, and just see, feed for a whole week. All of that's on your horizon, my brother. Yes. Because <laughs> one of these days, that word retirement is going to come into that's your picture, and then you'll have more time to do these things. But in the meantime, maybe sooner than later. So. <laughs> <laughs> what to think about it? We want to pray over your health. That God will give you good health, and that He'll keep your spirits up, and and continue to allow you to see the the fruit for the labor. As you go and you see and you see people being blessed, and then you're seeing other people who see your vision, like the woman there at Sam's, who just said, "Look, I want to be a part of this," and that's what we're we're saying here to this radio audience here on Wave ninety four, that you know we're all a part of the family of God. These are people who are putting shoes to the gospel. You can help. You can help. Maybe purchase this truck, buy food, give that website. Uh, Express and there's a donate tab on there that you can click on mana dot express yes okay www.mana dot express you can go there and you can donate and uh, you got testimonies on there I don't I would encourage you to do that but some, you know, take some pictures yeah, it's just, it's we've new. got a few pictures yeah, yeah. It's really there's pictures new. for yeah. sure and on the Facebook too um, it's a new website so sure. it's not it's a, it's a it's a thing in process yes it's a process <laughs> it's smarter than we are so. <laughs> but the thing about some just put some testimonies on there that people mm-hmm. can read so much you actually we just got one today from our last trip to Louisiana that Pastor Travis sent that we're going to post so. okay and then the pictures of, of you all and of your <laughs> trucks and all that kind of let people, let people see and uh the thing about it is the, the body of Christ is vast and wide and very, very compassionate. Yes. And uh, this, is, this, is, this is God's work that we're doing here. We always close the broadcast out with prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm so thankful, Father, for the Whitfields and their heart and, and passion and their desire to serve you in such a way, Father God. I pray for their health. Father, I pray that you'd provide the finances, Father, that God, that you'd give them the strength of the Lord God, that you would give them, Father, fruit for the labor and the ministry that they're doing. And Lord God, we ask it in the name of Jesus. Lord, we do pray over our city. Father God, we pray for your kingdom. We pray over our churches and our pastors. And Father God, we pray for America. And we pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel and all around the world. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's been good to have you on the show. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having us. I appreciate it. Uh, May the Lord go with you as you go to Louisiana. And God will give you much success. Thank you.